Welcome to Living with a Disability, No Big Deal. This podcast is for people who want to learn how to thrive with a disability. It is also designed to share insights for those who have friends or family with a disability. Brad Gabrielson, our host, was born with cerebral palsy and uses a wheelchair for mobility. He is a North Dakota native and believes life is about managing challenges with understanding, mental toughness, and determination. Morning, Brad. Good morning. Today we were going to talk about the later years at the Crippled Children's School and how your life started to change during those last two or three years. Mm-hmm. It was like a um, tip. It started out to me like a typical teenager. I mean, we I went to school every day. Uh, I got on the bus at um, quarter to eight and got there about eight thirty, and uh, you know went to sc- went to classes and physical therapy and the whole thing. And uh, I would say when I was um, oh maybe. Maybe 15 and a half or 16, my, my mom came down with a disease called uh, the Gerg's disease and, uh, or amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. Hmm. It seemed like one minute she could walk, the next minute she was in a wheelchair. Hmm. She's still alive. They only gave her about a year to live at the time. And uh, so, you know, it was a little difficult we were all young of course and so it, we couldn't we didn't really understand why you know the good lord had to take mom but uh she's in a better place so but um that that made me realize that having that condition made me realize that there's a lot of educating to do so from that I decided to, if I wasn't going to speak out about my mom's disability or disease or and my own disease, mm-hmm. I thought I, it was kind of a unique situation in the family, you know, and uh, so that's why I got interested in public speaking and okay. stuff like that, because educating the public about these issues and talking about it was helping me understand and feel better about the situation about my mother because I thought I was doing something on behalf of her. So, okay. if that makes sense, I mean, that's that's why I mm-hmm. decided to be kind of an advocate. And, um, and she, when she passed away, her funeral was on a Saturday. And we, my brother and I were confirmed on that same Sunday because hmm. Dad... Pulled us aside and said, "Look, you got the whole family here anyway because of the funeral, and everybody's ready to go home. You know, you got your classmates to think about. You, your uh, your class of you know the rest of that in the confirmation class. So this is what your mom would want. So we did what um, he said, and uh, it was tough. Not bad. I'm not gonna lie." But that's what she wanted, so we we did it, and um, now it's really a situation where I feel very strongly about educating the public because of that. And she was my my support when it came to taking me to physical therapy when we were back 
back in grafting, you know, when I was younger, she'd take me to Grand Forks to mm-hmm. the physical therapy department there at the university and stuff like that. So, you know, she was the one I would rely on. And uh, But now I figure I can do something to remember her by. Mm-hmm. So. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, at that early age, who... Who was your mentor then, as far as getting into public speaking and? Well, after my after my mother died, um, I turned to Dr. Carlson basically because she she was wouldn't let me come back to school for two or three weeks afterwards because she wanted me to make sure I got my head off straight. It was kind of cool because that's the not to not to change the subject or another. It was kind of cool because she closed. Down the whole high school, and they all came to the funeral. So, oh man, so that was cool. But so, from her, what were the main things that you took away as far as your future uh, public speaking and development of a, of a dog school, even a training school? Yeah, I mean, she's the one that. Gave me the, 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 to uh, know how to kind of have the ambition to, you know, if you can do it, go for it, man. Just, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's up to you to do it. You know, no one's going to do it for you. And that's when the attitude she had, if, if you want something done and if you know you can do it, do it. And she said, especially with the dog school, she, she said, I support you 110%, I'll give you some ideas, but you're going to have to be the one that have to educate the public about the service, about the dogs, and about, you, you know, how they can help the disabled and mm-hmm. anything else. So, sure. that's, to me, what is very, was very enlightening for me, and gave me the confidence to do what I thought was right, yeah. to help my goal is to help in life, I think, is to help people understand that we're, we're people too. Mm-hmm. Just because we're, you know, in our different situations, mm-hmm. we're still people. We still have a, you know, we still function as, you know, human beings. And so, you know, it's, each of us have a little inconvenience. All of us do. And, sure. and so... You know, maybe even the brightest person in the world mm-hmm. might have something that nobody knows about. Yeah. You just see my disability, but there's a lot of disability you don't see. Right. And that's where I feel that maybe we can help the younger generation understand. Mm-hmm. That do not be afraid of people in chairs or, you know, if you have a question, ask it, sure. you know. If you don't know anything, how are you going to know without asking a question? So, mm-hmm. and that's that's what I like about public speaking because it's more one-on-one, and mm-hmm. you know, in classes, uh, going into different classrooms and stuff like that is very interesting to me. If I can inspire somebody, one person in the class, mm-hmm. to if they know somebody, they can help out I did my job that's you know and that's the way I look at it I can't change everybody's mind because Mm -hmm. not everybody's gonna you know relate or connect but Mm -hmm. 
But if I have one, one, one or two people in the crowd, I think I did my job, so. You bet. It sounds like from a pretty early age, you learned a lot about positive attitude and basically reframing things so that uh, you could be an influence. I tried, I tried. Yeah. And, but um, as far as everyday life, sometimes I get down on myself, but most of the time, I, I think about there's people who are soft than I. So what are you worried about? What are you complaining about? <laughs> yep, yep. But that's only human nature. I mean, uh, it, it is. is. It is that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so, so I turn on some music like Sugarland, Sugarland, and uh, Kid Rock. And, okay. And just listen to music like that, and you know, oh. kind of bring me back down to earth again and say it's not so bad life's not so bad well that's that's been a help for, and, and I think the uh, future podcasts are going to show more specifically too when we get into uh, some of those developments uh, that you were a big part of and well even the part that you're playing right now with uh, the, the company that sponsors these podcasts yeah Roller Ramp um, they're a great company um, they're a small company out of West Fargo I helped with the, I guess the development, uh, the, I was their test dummy, you could say, <laughs> when it came to ramps that they decided to make for the disabled. I mean, I, I rolled up and down a lot of ramps at the very beginning, and, uh, and I'm, but it's a great company, great people to work with, and hopefully, hopefully if you uh, are listening to the pod, you know, listening to the podcast. Uh, if you think you may need a ramp, just give them a call. I mean, or, or go to their website at rollramp.com or call them up at uh, area code 701-277-9471. And I'm sure any of them will help you. Code word is CP. That's what they would you would tell them that you heard me on the podcast and the code word is several CP and uh, that's it would help you out with some sort of a discount or something like that I don't know okay. I'm not involved with that kind of stuff that's totally up to them my job is just to get the word out about it and mm -hmm. I have a couple myself and they work great for me because then I don't have to I can roll the ramp right over my, if I want to go see my sister, I roll it right over the, the step and go right up and, yeah. and do it or into the house and come back come back down again. Yep. Yep. Roll it up like a sleeping bag and huh. it can hold a thousand pounds, so I don't think I'm going to weigh <laughs> that much, but with the chair and me in it, you know, I have no problems, problem, you know, or anything like that as far as worrying about it breaking it's got a 10 year warranty on it so that's good that's not too bad okay we'll talk to you again next week and like I said give Roller Up a call at um, 701-277-9471 thank you for joining us for this episode of Living with a Disability No Big Deal sponsored by Roller Ramp 
This podcast features Brad Gabrielson sharing how everyone with a disability can live life to the fullest. Roller Ramp is a global company based in North Dakota dedicated to helping people find solutions to accessibility needs. Special thanks to Carrie Wicks for moderating and to Dopey T for his original music. We hope you'll join us again next time on Living with a Disability, No Big Deal.